Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1540. The topic is Q&A and the title is Examples of Programming Personalization. We had a listener send out a question, which is awesome. Thank you so much. I love when people reach out. And this one's actually kind of funny, is they had bought an online program from another website. They were struggling trying to figure out how to implement it in the gym, uh, in a gym, their gym. And they were talking to a friend of theirs at the gym who turned out to be a client of mine. <laughs> so, so that kind of worked out really well. Uh, when they were talking to their friend that, like, uh, that was a client, the client realized, you know, hey, I need this guy to reach out to Rob. And he did. So the listener has been uh, following that program but is bored and feels that the movements and the programming are very basic. And after talking with my client, wanted to know some examples of how programming can be personalized. So he wanted to know to what degree programming from an online coach is actually personalized. Now, there's going to be a lot of variety. Online coaches, you're going to, like any profession, there's going to be people who do really well. There's going to be people who just kind of phone it in. Um, It just kind of depends on the personality and, you know, kind of what you get. But in personal training, I think in general... People care more, uh, well, I don't know. Actually, that's, I don't know the answer, but I would hope. Let's just say that. Since I'm part of personal training, I would like to believe that personal trainers do care uh, overall because it's a job you get into out of passion uh, for like health and fitness, and then you get into it because you help one or two people. They get great results. It makes you feel good, and then it grows into a business. So, it's kind of a career that you pick up because helping people helps like and feel so good. <laughs> so overall, I think online coaches uh, and personal trainers, in-person personal trainers, I think they're going to care and they're going to try to do their best. You know, the people get burned out and stuff, I'm sure. Do they have, you know, pros and cons and different personalities? Some people chasing money. Some people, you know, trying to be insta-famous, that kind of stuff. But overall... I think going with online coaching or a a personal trainer is a great way to get uh, personalized training. Now, one of the things that I like to do is teach. So basically through my programming, I teach my clients, you know, kind of why their structure is their structure. And then they ask unlimited questions every single week. I answer unlimited questions every single week. So along the way, they, they learn how to kind of do their own training and their own programming. But there's always nuances to continue to learn. And maybe they still like the accountability, the freedom to ask questions, the variety that, that comes from my mind, creating exercise selections as compared to theirs. So people stay with it. You know, I have clients I've had since before I owned the gym, uh, which has been over 11 years. And... I have a document, I have a, a kind of a, a copy and paste document for exercise links. So all of the exercises I give to my clients have tutorials, video tutorials. So every exercise I ever give, there will be a video tutorial showing you someone doing that exercise. Uh, and that isn't always the case, unfortunately. But that document uh, is 255 pages in Microsoft Word, because uh, I grew up in the era where we actually used Microsoft Word for that stuff. But it's 255 pages. There are well over 3,000 exercises that I use with my clients. So I've been doing, I've been working out and lifting weights for 23 years. So I have a long, extensive history. I've, you know, I've surpassed that 10,000 rule, uh, hour rule twice uh, in regards to like personal training aspects and stuff. So I've, I have a lot of experience 
So for me to pull uh, from 3,000 exercises is manageable. I actually know all of them. I could tell you nuances of every single one of them, <laughs> and I can demonstrate them all. Uh, but that's where this client, uh, well, not, not client yet, <laughs> uh, but that's where the listener was having trouble was is the program seemed very boring. So they might only have 10, 12 exercises they rotated through. It wasn't really exciting. And since it was such a small scope of exercises, there wasn't a lot of personalization to it. So knowing that a coach has access to over 3,000 exercises, that's how many they know, and that we do fully personalized, which most online coaches should, um, assuming you're paying for a personalized service, that there's definitely going to be a lot of personalization to it. So a few examples. Uh, there was one example, a client of mine named Jeff. He just hit a new paused bench press PR at 405, which is pretty awesome because he's actually an aesthetic athlete, not even a powerlifter. So, so to be benching 405 with a pause uh, just to, like, because when you're not powerlifting and you're not a strength athlete, it's pretty freaking awesome. That's really awesome. Uh, he is a musician. And what we were struggling with, one of the aspects in bench press was as he would lower the bar, he would start to, when it got heavier, he would start to lower it too slowly, too cautiously towards kind of the second half of the descend, like down to his chest. So he was wearing himself out by being too cautious and too controlled with the bar. So... We were working on a lot of things. We worked on positioning. He sends me videos every single week. I send him fit, uh, feedback on the videos every single week. So we were working on positioning, back tightness, making sure he felt safe, felt secure. And it was just kind of this mental hurdle that when he got over a certain amount of weight, the bar started slowing down slower and slower and slower and slower. And by the time he got to the bottom, he you know felt like he had nothing left. So since he was a musician, we were talking about musical beats. So um, like if you do like a four count, you can have two beats to a four count, or you can have three beats to a four count, or a four beats to a four count. Now, I have uh, I have a musical background. It's been a little rusty. It's been some time. I've played several different instruments in my uh, past, and I know how to read music and do all that, So, which is fun. So we kind of shared that a little bit, and I said, you're lowering it down uh, too slow. So what I want to do is let's have the opposite of what's happened. I want you to start slow for the first half of the eccentric, and then I want you to come down at double speed in the second half. So you're going to move it like a 2-4 pace at the beginning, but then a 4-4 pace at the bottom. So the first half of your eccentric is a 2-4, the bottom half of your eccentric is a 4-4. So that's the beat I want you to think of. So it's bop, 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 like quick, bop. You know, so we were talking about it, and I just did three beats that four. But <laughs> I won't annoy myself and get mad at myself for that. But um, we were doing that where we did uh, a, a two-four count in the first half, then a four-four count. But the idea was is getting him to realize that he can unrack the bar, get braced, get super tight, have some control to the start. But then I want him to come down quick while driving and keeping his chest up to meet the bar. So we started really working on that and really weird at first, you know, you, you know, it feels weird to kind of let a bar fall faster at you, <laughs> but it worked great. And it was something that connected with him since he had the musical background and that really worked. And in the last, like I said, couple of weeks, we were able to correct the eccentric speed. Now he's consistent the whole way through and it led to a, a really awesome PR. Pretty cool. Another client, uh, Jared, 
this is something fun is Jared is incredibly insanely strong and he's ridiculously explosive. So we do powerlifting and he is so damn explosive <laughs> that he can blast through bad positions in his main lifts. So if we start in a bad position in sumo, he's super explosive. He'll fight his way out of it. If he gets into a bad position coming out of the transition uh, of the bottom of a squat where you transition from going down to coming up, sometimes the bar would push him forward, but he's so explosive he would he'd be able to correct it. The problem is, unfortunately, he would be able to correct it when we're in like say 80%, 85%, 90%, but when we start getting over 95%, those those little errors would would cost us our top end strength. Now, since he is so explosive, since he can kind of muscle his way through those mid mid percentages, the option that some trainers would do would be is to just make him do a bunch of really heavy max effort work and to the point where it was heavy enough that he couldn't be explosive through it. The downside is is that it destroys your CNS. It, it crazy stress on the joints and it actually is a problem that he used to probably run into before him and I ever started working together. We've been working together for five years now, I believe. And when he first started, he had a ton of hip, uh, hip bursitis, a ton of hip pain, and almost was thinking about he'd have to give up, you know, powerlifting. And whenever him and I started working together, I did the complete opposite of what you would think, is I started pre-exhausting him, and I started making him do a bunch of j- explosive jumping drills before he ever got to squats. So I would actually wear out his explosiveness before we got to squats, so that way we didn't need such heavy weight load, so therefore we wouldn't get the joint and the CNS fatigue and the issues he was having. So by actually having him do explosive jumping drills, by doing a bunch of kind of pre-exhaust work with sleds and some other, there's a lot of variety that I make him do, uh, but... We've actually been able to fix his hip completely, no hip pain whatsoever. The last meet he did, he said he felt amazing, the best he had ever felt getting ready for any meet. And he had over an elite total, an international elite total, almost 10 times body weight. He had over 500 plus dots score. If you're a powerlifter, that's exceptional. Those are both things that less than 1% of competitive powerlifters actually achieve. And he has done both of them. (laughs) So... What's interesting and wild to some people is for Jared to get stronger, he was so damn explosive that I actually had to wear him out and make him fatigued and tired, and we actually had to use lighter weights in order for us to improve his top end. Because he was so explosive, the top end work would have been too heavy for too long for too much volume. So those are two kind of more in-depth ways and kind of neat ways you can see how we would personalize programming. However, I personalize everybody's program that I work with. Uh, That's one of the things that I like to do is one-on-one coaching. So I do one-on-one coaching where everything is personalized. We also do sell training templates, which gives you the structures of workouts that you can then tweak and have fun with on your own. They're much cheaper. And that's something where if somebody just wants online programming without the cost of one-on-one, they can get the training templates and then still learn how to modify and personalize it for themselves. So the training templates actually teaches you how to personalize it yourself, whereas if you do the one-on-one coaching, you have my knowledge to how to personalize it, which you know is pretty good knowledge. <laughs> so another client, uh, they wanted to rebuild confidence and strength after a hernia issue, and they wanted to do it through powerlifting. They don't want to compete, but they didn't want to be afraid of squat bench and deadlift for the rest of their life. So we started working together doing squat bench and deadlift and working through how to address their hernia concern that they've had uh, surgery for. And they've 
we also have ended up adding uh, bodybuilding aspects to it because they want to get bigger muscles and they incorporate running for kind of medium distances. Uh, so it's a program that blends powerlifting, injury rehab, bodybuilding, and running. And we do it great. So he's feeling confident. He's pushing his body uh, further and further towards good form failure, knowing that he's safe now and he's not afraid of the main lifts. He actually looks forward to doing the main lifts now. He's continued to build up his like post-injury PRs. We're closing down on his all-time PRs, which will be amazing. So we're going to end up beating those even though he's had the hernia. And he's improved his running abilities. He feels more muscular. And he's learned enough about training, programming, and nutritioning that he's now helping other people. So it's pretty freaking awesome. I love being able to help somebody in the sense where they had an injury and they don't want to be afraid to lift. So let's get that. Oh, let's add bodybuilding. Oh, let's add running. Let's add education so I can train my you know family and friends. It's amazing. It's super fun. Another client, aesthetic development client. And we're kind of like rebuilding their physique after a motor vehicle accident. They have some ankle movement limitations. They can't uh, bend their toes up towards them. So like dorsiflex. And that is super difficult for figuring out exercises for the lower body that don't involve uh, any dorsiflexion. But we found them. (laughs) And they had uneven strength in their legs due to an imbalance of injuries in their legs. And they had abdominal weakness again uh, due to the injury. But we've been making huge progress. He's gained a ton of muscle in his chest, his upper body, and his legs. He's increased strength in his core. He has better balance uh, in his strength unilaterally. And we're also growing at a really lean rate. So we've been able to kind of find nutritionally how to match his optimal muscle formation rate, his protein synthesis, and his adaptation to muscle building. So he's been able to gain absolutely noticeable muscle mass and strength, but he isn't gaining body fat. And that's freaking awesome, coming back from a really horrific injury, thinking that you might never be able to have the body you want again. And now he's feeling amazing. He's, he's making huge improvements, and he is going to continue to do so. And he, I bet he's going to be posting uh, you know, images on uh, TikTok and Instagram and being a, a, you know, a good influencer out there in the world and being able to show people his story and what he's overcome and I'm looking forward to, to seeing him fulfill that part of his journey, which I love, love, love being a part of. Another client, uh, they're a CrossFit instructor, very high-level CrossFit athlete. Uh, but they were having hip pain, uh, again, related to kind of disc herniation issues. And they reached out. So I do the programming for just her lower body workouts. She does everything else on her own because she absolutely knows what she's doing. But I helped her with uh, injury rehab and stuff, and we've been really building up a lot of strength. So she has no pain whatsoever in squatting, and she's been continuing to get stronger and feel more confident with her technique, and she's been able to progress and uh, now be injury-free. We have actually been working together for, um, let me see how many years. I actually lost track. So we started working together in April of 2020. So it's been closing down on two years here, a year and a half. And it was fun because it was kind of one of those, they reached out through a friend of theirs who I helped rehab after a squat injury. They had uh, hamstring uh, surgeries and we ended up beating their pre-hamstring injury PR for squat. So they were friends with that person. They reached out and they said, hey, can you help me for a couple of weeks? And here we are a year and a half later. So really loving it, really having fun with it. So... A good online coach should be able to personalize everything. I don't I don't know why they wouldn't. <laughs> Other than they're just not going to take the time. So you have to make sure that you're paying for personalization. I have actually had people tell me, 
you know, oh, I've been paying for this training and it isn't really good. And I'm like, yeah, but you paid twenty dollars a month, and it was advertised as bulk programming, like programming that everyone who pays twenty dollars a month will follow the exact same thing. So if you want personalized stuff, make sure you're actually getting personalized things. But a personalized uh, programming, a good coach should be able to personalize the number of workouts per week, the length of the workouts. So I have clients, sometimes they can only afford 30-minute workouts, 20-minute workouts, 60-minute workouts, you know, so you can be able to change that. They should be able to modify to the equipment that you need. So if you're getting a program and it keeps telling you to do like a seated hamstring curl and you've told your coach once or twice that you don't have a seated hamstring curl and they still put it in there, not good. I had a client one time, uh, they had had previous knee injury and the previous trainer they were working with kept giving them plyometrics. And they're like, hey, I can't jump. <laughs> Stop giving me that. And then all of a sudden the next month still had plyometrics. So that trainer was just copy and pasting and sending stuff, not really personalizing it, which is sad and frustrating. They should also be able to modify exercise difficulty and kind of familiarity. Um, in our gym, I don't train every single person who's a member of my gym. It's just an open gym. Uh, so sometimes uh, somebody will come up to me and they'll be like, hey, I have this program and it says I should do ch chains and then I should do 80% of my one rep max but also have 20% of chains on there. How do I set this up? And I'm like, who the hell is your trainer? You've never used chains ever before. They're telling you about percentages and you're brand new to powerlifting. Good God. <laughs> you know, so we'll go through that and I'll show them how to set it up. But then I'm just mad at the trainer for being a lazy ass and not giving them uh, better, you know, information. You should also be able to blend focal points. You know, I train one client for both marathons and powerlifting. She has done 10 marathons and we do powerlifting and she's going to get an elite total. I know it. You can see it in there. So we're working on it. And she has been told before that she couldn't do both. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. <laughs> so I've trained people for long distance running and strength and aesthetics all combined. And it absolutely can be done. Uh, you do need to have some nutrition in point. You know, that's a big factor of it. Uh, but it can absolutely be done. And they should even be able to modify, like, for example, training style. So if you prefer like fast paced circuits, if you like maybe slow, heavy lifts, some of my clients like blending in like CrossFit structures, like different formats that you would see in CrossFit workouts, they like that stuff as well. So really a good coach should be able to pretty much personalize anything. Like if you ask them something, they should be able to tell you whether you can or can't. If they say can't, ugh. but they should have a very good reason and it should be more like a maybe not right now kind of an answer rather than a no. You know, so if you tell somebody you want to do running and powerlifting, they might say, hey, I don't know if I can get you, you know, ready to run a marathon and do a powerlifting meet on the same weekend, <laughs> but we can, you know, do a marathon and then in 8 to 12 weeks do a powerlifting meet, then in 8 to 12 weeks do a marathon or something. So maybe they'll give you some extra description. It should never be a blanket no. It should just be like, oof, well, that might be challenging, but here's how we can do it. You know, so they should always provide answers. And that's kind of one of the best ways to know if you have a good online coach is communication. Uh, you should be able to ask questions. They should ask you questions and you, they should be able to respond to your questions. Like my clients, we have a online document through Google Docs and it's a journal. They can write any questions they want and I answer every single week. Uh, I have some clients, they'll send me videos off TikTok or YouTube or Instagram and they'll be like, hey, you know, does this apply to me or can you explain this a little bit more detail? I love that because it, it just increases my knowledge and it continues to kind of refine what I know and expose me to new information as well. Uh, so I just love it, love it, love it. It's a great opportunity for all of us to uh, improve in our learning. And each client has their own unique 
uh, journal. So they can ask any private questions they want. No one else sees it. So that's really awesome because I know a lot of coaches do open forums, but that can be um, intimidating for a person to ask a question in an open forum. So I prefer to do uh, personalized journals rather than one trainer, all clients kind of a journal. But that's the thing. So a coach should be communicative. They should explain what they're thinking, what they're doing, and they should always be willing to hear you and be able to kind of work with you with what you want. So hopefully that was helpful to kind of understand what type of personalization can be possible when you get personalized programming. Thank you to the person who listened uh, and reached out. I hope that if you do want personalized coaching, I hope you go get it because I believe that it really does help. And it's not only helpful for your goals for maximum efficiency of your efforts, but it also helps with mental health and emotional health, knowing that every ounce of effort you're putting in is going to exactly what you need it to do. And there's not time wasted and you're not, you know, going to find out years later that you wish you would have doubled down and, and been more efficient in your younger years. So hopefully that was helpful. If you have any questions, uh, follow-up questions, reach out and let me know. So thank you to everybody for listening. If you have any questions, let me know. Uh, if you want to share the podcast, that would be great. Sharing it on social media. Let people know that we answer questions for free. This is a free podcast. Ask anything you want and I'll answer it for free. Thank you to those who donate to support the podcast. Uh, it does have uh, hosting costs. I give an hour to it every day, and I want to keep it for free. So thank you to those who donate to support the ongoing uh, process of this. You can donate on our website at www.brutalirongym.com. If you like the information we share in our podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. I post on Instagram every day. I'm posting on YouTube a lot more, so check us out on both of those places. And if you have any questions, feedback, suggestions, anything you want to know, let us know at our email at brutalirongym at gmail.com. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.